Welcome to ACRL Podcasts. I'm David Free, Editor-in-Chief of CNRL News. I'm joined today by Lisa Hinchliffe of the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign and Megan Oakleaf of Syracuse University, co-chairs of the ACRL Value of Academic Libraries Committee. Thank you guys for taking the time to talk with me today, Lisa and Megan. Thanks. Happy to be here. ACRL has released a white paper, Connect, Collaborate, and Communicate, a report from the Value of Academic Library Summits, which discusses two invitational summits supported by a National Leadership Collaborative Planning Grant from the Institute of Museum and Library Services. The summits were held as part of ACRL's ongoing Value of Academic Libraries initiative. Lisa, could you give us some more background on the initiative? Sure, David, happy to. The ACRL's Value of Academic Library Initiative, if you can believe it, actually kicked off back in 2009 with the board considering a briefing paper called Return on Investment in Academic Libraries Research, where the board really grappled with this question of what was the impact academic libraries were having on their institutions and how could we demonstrate that impact in light of calls for increased accountability as well as our own sense that we wanted to know more about the impact that we were having and how we could increase our effectiveness. So just to give some of the high points here, in fall of 2009, the ACRL board issued an RFP asking for a comprehensive analysis of what we knew in the research about the value of academic libraries and to put that in the context of the value of all different kinds of libraries. And Megan, my co-chair now on this committee, was awarded the contract to develop that report. And that report was issued in September of 2010. It's called The Value of Academic Libraries, a Comprehensive Research Review and Report. And that report is freely available from the ACRL website because we wanted to make sure that this would be out to the profession. After we got that report and really had a chance to look at it and say, well, what is it that we could do best next to look at the library's impact on campus? We had an opportunity to apply for an IMLS collaborative planning grant, and we applied for that grant with three other associations, the Association of Public and Land Grant Universities, the Association of Institutional Researchers, and the Council of Independent Colleges. We're very excited to have that grant be awarded to us in October of 2011. And that grant's goal was to put on these two summits that we'll talk about in a little bit. From that grant as well, during that same time, we also established ACRL's standing committee, the Value of Academic Libraries Committee, to really shepherd and oversee this initiative, with also the highlighting of this as one of our goals in the ACRL's strategic plan, which is called the Plan for Excellence. Since Megan was so involved with the facilitation of the summits, I think I'll turn it over to her to give us the details on the summits. So the summits took place over the space of two and a half days. To kick the summits off, I gave a presentation focusing on the main takeaways from the Value of Academic Libraries report. It was a really fun presentation for me. It was so great to be able to share these ideas that we've been talking about for a while with chief academic officers and institutional researchers and see that the ideas really resonated for them, too. One of my very favorite parts of the summits was after my talk when Charlie Blake gave a response. Charlie is the director of the Center of Inquiry at Wabash College and also the Higher Education Data Sharing Consortium. Among the many points that Charlie made in his response were two I really liked. First, that assessment data and reports are not useful unless somebody does something with them. Too often, assessment ends with a declaration, hey, we have data, but no one really meets and discusses what actions will be taken or what decisions will be made as a consequence of having that data. The other key point that I loved was that following a best practice, you know, quote-unquote best practice, is not really enough if you're just adhering to the letter of law but not the spirit of the law. For example, if you have, say, a first-year seminar program for incoming students, that's not enough. 
you have to really focus on the outcomes that the program is trying to achieve, in this case probably increased academic intimacy or academic rapport between students and the adults at their institution, like professors, librarians, and student affairs professionals. If you just go through the motions, you can say you have a first-year seminar program, but it might not achieve the outcome of academic rapport at all. And if that's the case, you won't see the benefits associated with that best practice, like increased student retention. Charlie's speech closed out the first night of the summits. The next day was a mix of panel presentations, small group hands-on activities, and large group report outs. We heard from a panel of chief academic officers and also a panel of accreditors. And the accreditor panel and the accompanying talk by Judith Eaton, who is the president of the Council on Higher Education Accreditation, were also among my very favorite parts. The excitement in the room after the, that panel and that talk was palpable, and it was so rewarding to see everyone, the chief academic officers, institutional researchers, and the librarians all engaging in both the opportunities and the challenges around demonstrating the impact of higher education on student learning. And these panels, I think, really inspired great discussions and the follow-on small group activities. Those small group activities that day focused on engaging the essential questions, as we called them, at the end of the Value of Academic Libraries report. For example, how does the library impact student learning? How does it impact student retention and success? In these small groups, participants considered how these questions could be answered. They brainstormed data or evidence that we would need. They identified potential collaborators and partners on projects and also listed potential obstacles that will need to be confronted and surmounted. Throughout that process and also in the full group setting, participants really shared their best thinking on the actions required to integrate libraries into institutional impact and value conversations. I mean, that was the goal. We wanted to learn as much as we could from the participants about connecting libraries and higher education to these major issues of institutional significance. During the first day and a half of the summits, we recorded tons of information using written recording tools, flip charts, everything you can imagine. And that evening, we digested the information before starting the last day of the summits. And the last day was attended by librarians only, and our goal here was to have librarians focus on what we had learned from the time spent with the chief academic officers, the institutional researchers, the panelists, and the speakers, and then determine how best to act on what we had learned from that time. So during the last day, we discussed the key institutional focus areas that emerged, what was important to institutions, and that wasn't exactly limited to student learning, retention, and success, although that was a major emphasis. But a lot of them were really broad-based. Some institutional focus areas were shared across many institutions, but others were really specific to one. It was really interesting to see the spread. We considered the ways in which libraries contribute to those focus areas, as well as what data or evidence might be needed to show the contributions. And finally, also what partnerships librarians might need to develop in order to both demonstrate current contributions to those areas and create new ones. The librarians discussed the skills and strategies librarians will need to learn to engage in the process of showing and growing library value in institutional contexts. And to me, this was a really important part. For example, we determined that we as librarians need to learn more about assessment and research design, more about using data and evidence, and learn more about higher education assessment and accountability in general, and ways in which librarians fit into the larger picture, namely the national dialogue on the value of higher education. Hopefully, on this last day of the summit, the librarians brainstormed the best ways to engage in the professional development needed to hone these skills and strategies. And then finally, we wrapped up with a panel of library deans and directors who shared their thoughts on the summit, and each participant also shared his or her takeaways or aha moments that occurred over the two and a half days. While I served as facilitator of the summits, there were many people who worked hard to make them a success. Mary Ellen Davis, Kara Malenfant, Joyce Ogburn, Karen Brown, Tori Anderla, Catherine Dice, Mary Jane Petrano,
Petrowski, and of course you, David, and Lisa, all participated in either the design or the deployment of the summit. The various panelists and speakers were so helpful and so engaged. And of course, Steve Hiller, who's the Director of Assessment at University of Washington Libraries, stayed up late with me compiling the data from the first part of the summits so we could share it with librarians during the second half, and he was a real pro at that. I have to say that the resulting white paper written by Karen and Kara turned out great and really captures the key ideas and action steps from the summit. I hope this is a document that will keep the value of academic libraries initiative moving forward. Lisa, what were your thoughts when you read the white paper? I was really struck when I read the white paper just what an amazing job Karen and Kara had done at capturing the complexity of the issues that were discussed. People really had gone very deep into some of the discussion items and really grappled with the question of how does this play out at a given institution, but then also how do we think about this as a profession and as a cross higher education as a whole. And so I see really layers of discussion in the paper that they were able to write, and I think it's going to really help us frame how we can move some of these things forward. I also think that the summits themselves demonstrated that great things really come from working collaboratively with others in higher education. And really one of the things we heard back from so many of the participants was the value of bringing this team-based approach to the summit so that it wasn't just the librarian coming and hearing and then having to go back and talk with their provost and try and find time on their provost's very busy calendar. So this ability to work in a team environment. I'm very excited that this also then fed into an ILS grant proposal that ACRL has submitted and is currently under consideration, which will support professional development for librarians working at their institutions with teams of individuals to address a particular local issue of how is the library impacting, whether it's student learning, student success, whatever it is that is most relevant for them, building on what we learned about the importance of collaborative teamwork in order to embed the library further into the conversations on the campus, and then to also feed that back into a national conversation about what it is that we are learning about the impact of libraries and how libraries can best engage their campus constituencies. There's some other work that's going on, of course, while we wait to find out whether we get this IMLS grant. And Megan, you're leading up one of those sessions, if you'd like to share a little bit about that. So we've got two things going on at annual conference. First of all, we're engaging in a process for shaping the value of academic libraries research agenda from a national perspective. And so that includes an invitational meeting, which is taking place at annual conference. After this meeting, we'll be inviting a public review of the draft of the research agenda. So that's going to be exciting. And then second, we're having an open forum on the value of academic libraries initiative on Sunday during annual conference. And I really hope that everyone who's interested in this topic will join us and ask questions and engage there as well. Thank you so much for those updates on the Value of Academic Libraries initiative, Lisa and Megan. HRL definitely has a lot going on in these areas. It's really exciting to be involved. And I think it's great to see the leadership role that ACRL is playing for our profession. Connect, Collaborate, and Communicate, a report from the Value of Academic Libraries Summits, is available as a free download from the ACRL Value of Academic Libraries website at www.acrl.ala.org value. And make sure to attend the Value of Academic Libraries Forum at the 2012 ALA Annual Conference in Anaheim. And that's going to take place from 10.30 a.m. until 12 noon on Sunday, June 24th in the Disneyland Hotel Magic Kingdom Ballroom 2. My name is David Free, and this has been an ACRL podcast.